Let's kick off another episode of the World Series of Politics podcast, where Brendan Bussman and Brant Iden march down the field on key political, legislative, and regulatory developments in the gaming sector. As these titans square off on the issues facing the industry, this podcast highlights the current opportunities and challenges for expansion and reform. Let's see what the game plan is for this episode of the World Series of Politics. Welcome back to another episode of the World Series of Politics. I'm Brendan Bussman, joined by my colleague, Brant Iden. Welcome back, Brant. Hey, it's always great to be on, and we are just having so much fun with our uh, second inaugural podcast, right? I mean, I guess it's not inaugural anymore. It's just the second podcast, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I would say we're, we're on number two. I don't think it's inaugural anything other than we'll probably make some uh, some some comments that might be inaugural in the industry, but we'll, That's right. Uh, right. You know, we'll have we'll have some fun uh, doing that along the way. Uh, you know, before we get started into today's podcast. Uh, I first and foremost want to thank uh, Rick Allen for our intro. Our our good friend over at NBC Sports uh, did a wonderful intro for us, and we're happy that uh, he was able to do that. So uh, we can't thank you enough, Rick. But you know, sort of as a segue from our our first uh, our our original inaugural as opposed to our second inaugural, um, you know, obviously a lot continues to happen in Massachusetts um, as it relates to sports betting. The commission. Now that this has been signed by the governor, uh, is going blazes forward to try to get this done in, in a very thoughtful way. Um, and they're going to hire, you know, somebody specifically within the commission to do uh, within the organizational structure to work on sports betting and create basically a, a division within the, the area to do that. So any thoughts as we've seen some of these initial meetings coming up uh, and, and those that are coming in the future here uh, from the Mass Gaming Commission? Well, you know, to your point, Brendan, it's great to see how quickly the the Gaming Commission is getting ahead of this. I mean, you know, they knew this was coming from the legislature for obviously a number of years. The legislature's been working on this. And I really think that the fact that they're getting out ahead of it uh, means that they're very serious and we could see a quick launch. I believe that we'll likely see a retail launch before a mobile launch, similar to what we've seen in Maryland. Let's just not hope, let's just hope that it doesn't take as long to get to a mobile launch as what we're seeing in Maryland. There's a chance, I think, that uh, Massachusetts could actually launch statewide mobile before Maryland does. Well, and, and you bring up a very valid point because, you know, as we talked about uh, last time a little bit, and as, as we look ahead to the future here, um, for the next, you know, jurisdictions to roll, um, there, there's a host of jurisdictions out there. Uh, Massachusetts, obviously, the one we're talking about. Maryland, that has been uh, slower than than a turtle down uh, the by uh, the Maryland Turnpike. I see what uh, you did there. Uh, that was yeah, good. You know, Very clever. Well, you know, I, I won't bring up any terps um, <laughs> along the way. But, uh, you know, you've also got Ohio that, yeah, we have their, their line in the sand. Um, Puerto Rico still has to go live with their mobile. Uh, and obviously, there's a number of operators down there that are looking to launch here uh, this fall. But, you know, one that, that I think definitely uh, not necessarily took us by surprise in getting legislated, but is the, the great state of Kansas um, and the expediency in which they are taking this to new records to get this market launched. Um, I think, you know, the thing I saw was, you know, they're doing it under 90 days, which will be a record out of anybody today. But, you know, initial thoughts as we look at at Kansas and, and what we're looking at for a launch there. 
Well, obviously, the lottery came out very strong and said they want to do a soft launch by September 1. They want to be up and, and fully running by September 8th. Uh, and this, as you pointed out, Brendan, is a huge uh, uh, lift. And it's amazing to see how quickly they've been able to get this done. Uh, obviously, this is the quickest from when the governor has penned legislation to actually taking the first bet. And so um, I was skeptical. I really was. I didn't know that they could actually get this done in time. But I will tell you this. There's a long history and deep relationships uh, with the casinos and uh, obviously the state, the state, you know, the unique situation where the state actually owns the casinos in Kansas. So uh, they had those relationships. They're able to bring this to market quickly. Now, the question I have for you, Brendan, is what's going on with the attorney general in the lottery? This seems to be uh, a little precarious. I mean, obviously, the lottery came out with this video and said, we're ready to go. They did this big YouTube thing. And then they, uh, the attorney general says, whoa, wait a minute. We've got a lot of legal issues. What is he talking about? Well, and, and, and I think there's a host of different things and realize there, there's probably a little bit of politics coming into this. But, you know, I think first and foremost, you know, one of the things is Kansas is unique. And, you know, I'm going to date myself when I say this of I remember when they passed Kela, uh, which is the Kansas Expanded Lottery Act uh, to allow the state to actually own the casinos, but management contracted out basically now was uh, that in the was that in the fifties or or when was that fifty uh, eight? Yeah, you know forties, <laughs> but but nobody's counting forties. Um, okay. You know, don't don't bring up any of the bodies at the bottom of Lake Mead that we're all discovering out here in Nevada right now. What are we up to, by the way? Five, six? Uh, I, I've the lost bodies? track. I've know, lost track. It, they keep showing up. <laughs> I know the line keeps moving up and and the and the bets keep coming in. So. Uh, you know, back to Kansas, back to Kansas, you know, uh, uh, total, we're not in Kansas anymore, I guess, um, over everything, but, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the attorney general has, I think some specific concerns over how this is being done. And I think it deals with a little bit with, with the expediency, um, over everything, but also doesn't want to see a holdup off of this. Uh, because of the fact that, you know, um, you know, Attorney General Schmidt uh, may also be running for governor here uh, and has an election here coming up in November. So, you know, I, I think there's obviously some behind the scenes wrangling going on between things and and, uh, you know, yet to be determined if anything's going to move. But, you know, in talking to operators and, and those still jockeying for position down there, I think the expediency um, of things moving actually surprised a lot of people um, that were looking at more of a, a late September, early October start. And all of a sudden we're up in days by 30 uh, and having this soft launch here in, uh, in, the, in the next week or so. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think that there's definitely some political uh, wrangling going on between the AG's office and lottery. And it has to do with probably uh, the, the AG's run likely uh, uh, against Governor Kelly. Uh, and so, uh, but I do think at the end of the day, they're going to launch this thing by, by certainly by September 1st. And I think by September 8th, it's a given at this point in time that we're going to be up and running. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I think I would agree with you off of that. And obviously, you know, this isn't the first state where we've seen the attorney general come in and have a differing view than, than what things need to be and how we need to, you know, I, I think the key term they used was to uh, address some specific shortcomings um, along the way. Uh, but this is where, you know, rubber beats the road and, and process matters. 
but obviously, uh, our prayers are moving forward with that September 1st with a full launch uh, just in time for NFL. And you know what I'm going to be excited to see? Obviously, Kansas City is a border city. Missouri was unable to get this legislation over the finish line in 2022. A huge rivalry between Kansas and Missouri. I believe that the fiscal agency has not taken into account the massive crossover we're going to see from Kansans who are going to, uh, I'm sorry, from those folks in Missouri that are going to come into Kansas and place wages. Uh, I just think that whenever you have these border city type situations, you've got betting, uh, statewide mobile betting in one area, you don't in the other, and it's easy to get to that area you're going to find a lot of wagers being placed on uh, certainly those NFL games uh, throughout the course of the day on Sunday. You know, and we, well, I, I believe that this looks a lot like uh, New Jersey before uh, New York launched statewide mobile is simply people coming over in New Jersey and placing their bets on the weekend. I think you're definitely going to see that. And this could be a huge revenue boost to Kansas um, in uh, 2023, I think, from where they originally projected where the numbers would be on, on sports betting um, revenues. Well, and, and I would agree with you off of that, especially, you know, the, the Johnson and, and uh, Leavenworth counties over there on, on the Kansas side of this uh, are going to be uh, meccas for those crossing over from the Missouri side, um, whether it be, you know, hey, I'm, I'm rounding down on the, uh, on the south side of the metro area uh, off of the 435 where I'm working in Kansas City, Missouri, and I'm crossing over on my way home um, across the river to make it happen. Um, to be able to do that. So, you know, Missouri's loss is going to be Kansas gain. The interesting thing off of that is, as you well know, part of the revenue goes to try to lure a professional sports team over. Um, you know, uh, obviously the, the Chiefs and uh, the Royals, uh, you know, are uh, continually uh, looking to improve their their lot of the land in, in where they sit today. Um, who knows what comes up as part of that? But, you know, time will tell. One other thing I think we should talk about today and, and looking at this is obviously there's been some recent news uh, in California. And yes, we could talk about California every day that ends in Y uh, over what's going on out there in the most expensive initiative race ever in the state of California, which I don't know if that's a badge of honor or a badge of uh, uh, wasteful spending. But, uh, you know, you look at it now, you have not one, but both major political parties in the, in the Democrats first and the Republicans second that have now come out against 427 to say, hey, uh, we don't want mobile sports betting. What do you think that means for, for the initiative as we look towards November? Well, I will say this. First and foremost, it's getting ugly and it's getting ugly very quickly. As you pointed out, Brendan, the original uh, estimates on this were that between both sides, they would likely spend $350 million. They've now surpassed that. We're only to the end of August. And I believe that that folks don't even really start paying attention to politics till after Labor Day, which means that I don't believe we're yet in the heat of the campaign on this thing. And I really believe that this will reach a half a billion dollars, if not exceed that, before uh, Election Day comes. And it's it's getting ugly, as you pointed out. Both both major political parties are now opposed to Prop 27. Uh, you've got tribal factions taking sides. You've got uh, the teachers unions taking sides. You've got AFSCME taking sides. And, and it's getting ugly. And typically, uh, whenever you get this kind of mass confusion and fighting on these ballot initiatives, um, the public is going to say, well, I really can't differentiate who's telling me the truth, who's lying to me. What's the difference between these two ballot proposals? They're 26, they're 27. I'm going to vote for one right after the other. 
I think they end up voting no on both of these. And I've continued to say that statistically speaking, uh, I think that that's what's going to happen. Disappointing to see, but my out my outcome here today uh, uh, would be that both of them um, are not successful. What do you well, think? I, well, and, and I would agree with you. And I, and I think there's two things to note, obviously, as part of that. Uh, actually, more than two. First and foremost is, uh, you know, you're half a billion. Uh, if you're setting the line at that, I may take the over. Um, yeah. o- over everything. Uh, just because they've exceeded everything. Um, nobody's going down without a fight off of this from both sides of this. Um, and it far exceeds what we saw, you know, over, uh, almost a dozen years ago when we tried to get iGaming done in, in California, you know, the unique thing of both having the Republicans and the Democrats, granted, you still have 30% roughly of the electorate out there that's registered as an independent, um, and being able to do that. But, the, the question then becomes, are those independent voters enough to sway it of people that split split their their ballot and say, yeah, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat and I'm still going to vote for this, even though the party says no, uh, to be able to do that. And, you know, it's in the noise of everything that's out there um, off of sports betting. And granted, we are still, you know, um, several weeks away from Election Day on, on November 8th that you're going to end up in a situation where people aren't completely focused on it well past Labor Day at this point, um, which, you know, we're, we're a couple weeks off from now, um, or 10 days, I should say. And, you know, then you get into the heat of this and it's going to get ugly and it's going to get uglier along the way. So um, time will tell. Can somebody pull it out at the end and, and pull the feet out of the fire? We'll have to see. But, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking about it in the weeks ahead. This will certainly be a hot topic. I know as we get into the course of the conversations over the next couple of months, it's all eyes are going to turn to California and it will be interesting to see this play out. We've never seen uh, this sort of take shape on the ballot before as it relates to sports betting. And, uh, you know, being a political junkie that I am, I'm uh, I'm sitting back in the cheap seats watching this thing play out and seeing what happens. So um, it certainly will be interesting. I know we're going to have a lot more conversations about it. Oh, absolutely. I think we will. And, 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 uh, I'll be popping the popcorn. Uh, granted it's got to come from the Cornhusker state, um, as we do that, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get our popcorn out and watch this, uh, from the cheap seats, uh, up in the stands, uh, because it's going to be fascinating to watch, not just from a political standpoint, but, you know, from an initiative standpoint, um, I can only recall, you know, one time initiatives that have been, on the same wavelength that are competing against each other were both passed. Uh, and that goes back to Nevada in about 2006, I believe it was, when it was the smoking ban issue that came right. up. So it wasn't something from the 40s, as you accused me of earlier. <laughs> this is in the 2000s. Um, but, uh, you know, that ended up actually the, the one the industry backed at that point in time wasn't the one that passed because voters ended up being confused. So it's, yeah, uh, it's, I, it's, it's a difficult thing. It is going to be difficult, but it is going to be difficult. Well, as I look, I think we've reached the end of our time, and it is always great. So much to talk about. Uh, hey, it's always great joining you on the uh, on the second inaugural. So uh, yes. we will, I, I look forward to our next rendition of this. Uh, continue to listen and continue to join us. Brent Iden here, Brendan Busman on the World Series of Politics. Yeah, and look forward to seeing everybody soon. And thank you again to our friends at IGB, and uh, we'll see you on our next episode. You've been listening to the World Series of Politics podcast with Brendan Bussman and Brent Eichmann. 
We'll be back soon for the next coin flip. This has been an IGB production. For the latest news, views, analysis, and data on the global gaming industry, head to iGamingBusiness.com.